is anything ever going to feel as fulfilling as what I had that I no longer have? Yes. Grieving a relationship that ended takes time. It does. Sometimes longer than the actual length of the relationship, somehow. How can we trust that the next relationship will be as good as or better than the last? How do we stop comparing our new partner to our old partner? And this idea that it's okay to start dating when you're still thinking about your ex. If you're curious what coaching with me looks like, this episode is pretty darn close. My name is Sean Galanos, and this is The Love Drive. So how can I help? I'm 32 years old and I've, I've dated throughout my life. And, you know, I've been with a lot of different women, different types of women from different backgrounds and um, never really felt like I had met someone where I was just fully in where, you know, I opened my heart and, and really saw a future for us together. And that happened to me at the beginning of this year. I met this young woman in February and she was incredible on every level, you know, mind, body, spirit. She had, she had everything. She introduced me to a lot of new things and that relationship. I was unfortunately looking back now, I was in a position where I never really had done the work on myself to be able to show up fully in a relationship because Again, like I never really had anything that I cared enough to to look inside of myself and say, where am I falling short in, in past relationships? And so when I met this woman and, and we went up, got off to such a great start and, and things were moving quickly, which you know is another element, I think, where I just didn't have the experience with someone that I really wanted to be with. But anyway, uh, things were moving quickly. And, and so she started to call me and help me see, call me out and help me see some of my blind spots. And as a part of that, uh, it it led me to looking more internally and and really thinking more about the work that I could do on myself to become a better partner and a, and a I mean just have more love for myself. So um, anyway, I did some work then over the next couple months, and unfortunately, things things still didn't get better. It uh, it didn't get. I think that just a lot of my negative patterns started to come out more as, as things started to get more real and more serious. And so if we started, we started in February and by July, there were some struggles, things that were coming up for me that were related to myself and, and work that I still needed to do on, on myself. And, um, one thing led to another. And then by August, she called it quits. She told me that she did not want to be in a relationship anymore. It was hard to hear at the time, but having gone through what I've been through since then, I'm, I'm really grateful for that uh, moment because it really did lead to 
the change that that I believed I desired before then, but never really had the catalyst to ignite that. And so since then, I've been doing a ton of work on myself and I feel like I'm in a great position now where I really do love myself and feel great about the direction I'm headed in and the way that I'm approaching every day and the struggle that I'm now having in relationship or on just in terms of connection is that I find myself constantly comparing people to her. I find myself constantly going back to um, things that she and I did and thinking about how she would react in a situation when I'm with someone else. And, and then on another level, like just intimately when I'm with someone, I just don't feel that same level of connection. I just don't feel um, like there's the same synergy between our, between us on, on, you know, more than just like a physical or um, emotional level, like on a spiritual level, there's just not the same uh, connection. And, and granted, like, I've only been with two, two women since, since her. And one, it was pretty obvious from the start that there wasn't anything long-term there. And now there's another one that I'm, I'm currently seeing and uh, she's great. Like she's, she's got everything that I want. There's just something missing. And, and I'm starting to question if that's, if that's my own shit coming up again and what I can do to kind of change that and, and develop that connection. What were you hoping to get out of this call? Uh, I'm hoping to find out or to learn more about whether it's, it's me that's, that's having the issue. If I need to take more time to, to heal, if this is just natural, this is just part of the process of, of that next relationship after something that felt so deep and so connected. And then I guess just learning more about, uh, ways that I can create a healthy fruitful, you know, mutually beneficial partnership in the future. Hmm. It sounds like that first relationship was very important for you. It was, it, it really had a massive impact on my life and it shifted a lot of, of my existing paradigms and the way that I approach, approach things Hmm. for sure. And there was some healing and some growth that happened there. Absolutely. Yes. And she still didn't want to be in the relationship despite the growth, you know, for whatever reason it was too much or just wasn't up for it. Yeah. And I I would say, honestly, the, the, the majority, the biggest growth happened after our relationship. There were things that I was doing while we were together in an effort to, to better myself, but it's, it was hard when I knew that she was, she was going to be there. Either way, I just don't think that I was as committed as I got once I was like, all right, this just ended because of not the work that I did not do or did not fully complete while we were together. Let me look and see what I can really do now to really change and really evolve. And I can imagine that it must be challenging for you to know that you have now since done the work and maybe that was the work that would have kept that relationship alive. Yeah, I would say, and I'm kind of smiling now because I would say that for the first month or so, especially like I really dove in like almost a week or two after we broke up for the first month, maybe even month and a half. That was something that I was telling myself 
a lot. And I, I think on some level that actually prevented me from moving on in some ways. And also why move on so quickly, right? I mean, you, you guys were together for a while and it was a transformative relationship that was really important to you. And so what's so important about having to move on, you know, within a month of the relationship ending, like we, we have to grieve these, these, these relationships. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Uh, for me, it was just about not, not being consumed by thoughts of her and, and like the desire to, to be together still. I was trying to get past that, but you're right. There, there is an element of grieving that needed to happen there. And it took me a while, I think, to fully accept that and, and to actually engage in that and, and be, be in grieving. Yeah, it's sad. It's sad, especially when you kind of think that you fucked up, right? That you could have done more to save the relationship. And so now regret comes in and it's tough. It's tough because we start to beat ourselves up about what we could have done better. Yeah, totally. Something um, that I've used to help with that is that I tell myself I couldn't have known any better at the time. So I'm, you know, I'm growing now and I'm grateful for that experience and for what happened, but to not, to not stay so much in the, like, I, if I had been doing this, then it would be different. I'm trying to use that, you know, I couldn't have known better then. I know better now. So let me go ahead and change my behavior. Yeah. You, approach. we don't know what we don't know. Exactly. And it's useless to beat ourselves up about it. So the question is, what is the question? The question is how to take what I've learned and, you know, the evolution that I've made, the growth that I've seen in myself and in my life and apply that to a new relationship and a new partner and um, whether that's the woman I'm seeing now or someone down the line, it's just being able to establish a same, the same or similar level of connection where, you know, everything is on the table. There's no secrets. There's no, I don't feel comfortable sharing this or that, or it's, it's really truly a partnership where we together make each other better. I hope that for everybody. Yeah. And not everybody's willing to do that. Yeah. I would say that I wasn't willing to do that before I met this, this woman at the beginning of this year that, you know, I'm no longer with. And to go back to something that you said earlier, mm -hmm. the healing happens in relationship. So, yeah, I'm I'm actually curious about that because for me there was a lot of healing and I I definitely could feel myself changing throughout our time together but it wasn't until she was like I can't do this anymore that to me that was the real catalyst where I was like all right I need to, I need to really change some shit and um and before that I just didn't have that same level of motivation or commitment I would say I mean, that's still in relationship, right? She, You were in relationship, and then she said, I can't do this anymore. That's still an experience that you had of the relationship. I got you. Right. And then also, you came to the realization that, okay, if I don't change something, this shit's going to keep happening. Mm -hmm. Right? And so, wh when I say healing happens in the relationship, in your current relationship, you mentioned something like, everything's really good. 
you know, it's different than the other one. And that's fine because all relationships are going to be different. You'd be hard pressed to find one that's the same, sort of impossible. Yeah. But what comes up in your relationship is an opportunity for you to work on whatever's coming up, right? So as you stay in this relationship, this current one, dynamics will pop up mm-hmm. that are related to your childhood or some past trauma or whatever the case may be, that's an opportunity for you to work on that particular thing. And that's how people grow. They grow in relationship. Yeah, I hear that. And I I feel that for sure. And for whatever reason, that past partner was just not available to do that work with you. Mm -hmm. Just didn't didn't feel like doing it. And that's fine. We want to be with people that want to do the work. Um, And what's cool about that last relationship that you had is that every relationship after should be as good as or better than the last. Yeah. I think that that's a fear that's coming up for me is that I'm, I'm fearful of, and even now feeling like I'm, I'm actually, I fully processed that past one and I feel good moving forward and being in this new one. Um, which, I mean, this new one isn't even fully defined. Like we've only been seeing each other a few times, but it just feels good to be around her right now. But a fear that I've had that's come up is around, is anything ever going to feel as fulfilling as what I had that I no longer have? Yes. You know? I'm answering you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So... (laughs) I, I mean, I, I want to believe that too. Like I, I tell myself that all the time, but that's where it's, you know, it's coming up in this one where like, I find myself like, she's great, but like, I'm still making those comparisons, even though that I know that's not fair to her. And that's not, that's not fair to me. No. And, and you're, you're going to have to cut that out and yeah. maybe you're not ready to do that. And this is also a very new relationship. It's actually hard to call it a relationship if you've only been seeing each other a handful of times, even though everything mm-hmm. is a relationship. You and I are in a relationship. I've never talked to you before. Sure. And we have to understand that it's all a process and that it all takes time. And, and you're right. It's not fair to compare this person that you know very briefly to this other person that you knew very intimately. Mm-hmm. And that's just where you're at right now. Yeah. And these old relationships, they're hard to let go of especially when they were really, really fun and they were really connected and really intimate. And right now you're in a time where you don't have that. It's sort of like when you've been single forever, which I, I was single for like six or seven years. I kind of thought that that's just ha- that was going to be the new normal. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to keep hope alive that it can get better. And it often does get better over time. But when you're in it, and you're missing your past partner and you're wondering if that was the best you'll ever get. And, you know, P.S., you're 32 years old. Yeah. If you live till you're 90, which mm-hmm. it's likely that you'll live past that now, you're only a third of your way of the way there. Do you really think that's the best, the best just passed you by? No, not, not in my, not in my heart. Uh, I think that it's my head playing tricks on me a little bit, but, uh, I mean, you make a great point. I think until you have something to replace that with, it is something that does draw you back frequently. And that feeling. 
your job sounds like staying in whatever it is that you're in right now to see what happens. Yeah, I agree. I'm just, I, I sometimes get nervous about having someone feel like having someone develop those feelings, those deep feelings when I can't reciprocate that. And I don't want her to, to be hurt because of me, especially knowing how it felt for me just, you know, more, most recently. Well, this conversation just took a bit of a turn, which yeah, I like. Sure. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> now we're talking about sort of this inequality, right? Like, are you able to show up for this, this woman? Is it a woman? Yeah, it's a woman. Yeah. In the way that she's showing up for you, right? Or are you able to give her what she is giving you? Mm-hmm. And so what I'm hearing is you're a little scared of hurting this person mm-hmm. because you're still kind of hung up on this other person. So, well, I, I wouldn't say that I'm, I, I guess I am hung up on some level, but it's more like I just really appreciate what the older partner and I had together and, you know, not, and again, like I'm also acknowledging that I, I barely know this, this new girl and it's been great, but there, I just, I am clinging to that fear. But I'm also not interested in, in getting back together with the old one because of kind of the way that things have evolved since we broke up. Hmm. So the challenge for me has been more about like wanting something new, but not being, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think my mind is open enough yet to being able to fully show up. That's where like, I don't feel like the intimacy has been able to, to develop. What's the mind have to do with it? Uh, it's, it's that fear of like, or that telling myself like nobody's ever going to be as full or like as complete. So individually, you know, if we're all, we're all complete in, by ourselves, my, my ex was to me just so complete in that she had everything that I would want in a partner. And I keep coming back to that fear of, and I, I do believe it's in my mind that there's not something else out there like that. Cause I, you know, like we kind of just covered in my heart. I, I also believe that, or I feel that there are so many amazing women out there for me. And I just, it's just a matter of me showing up and, you know, taking what I've learned and putting myself out there again, it's just hard. You are kind of hung up, but more on the idea that that person was the right person for you and and that you'll never find someone else that has what they have. Yeah. And, but you also know that that's not true. Yeah. I mean, you just said it. Yeah. You said it. There's plenty of other people that you can have a successful, fulfilling relationship with. Uh-huh. The reality of your situation is that you're just in this in-between zone and it's very uncomfortable. It is. And there's really n- no shortcutting this. Yeah. that That's the challenge for me is I like to do things, you know, quickly and efficiently and not having an end date or not having an idea of when this will all pass. And um, it's been challenging in that respect for sure. Of course. It's uncomfortable not to know. Mm-hmm. It is, and at the same time, all relationships are unstable. That's the nature of relationships. 
we don't get to know. And, and even when we fall in love with that person and we're like, finally, I've got my person. You don't have that person. Mm-hmm. It's the work isn't over. It's not like, okay, cool. I can move on to the next level or the next stage or the next thing in life. Everything is constantly shifting. Mm-hmm. It's like playing a game where, what's that? You know that game where you have to like, it's got the holes and you've got the one marble and you have to like go through the maze, but not have the thing fall in the holes. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The wooden board. Yeah, the wooden board. That's uh-huh. us. We're on the fucking, we're the little ball and there's holes everywhere and the board's always shifting. Yeah. We don't ever get to just be like, ah, I've, I made it. it. It's done. I'm done. The work is done. I finally know everything. I can, I can really lean on this. Like, Yes and no. We can. We can. We can find a relationship that we feel safe leaning on, and at the same time, there's no guarantees in life. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's to me. That's that's one of the really exciting things about life is even when you do find that person, you get to evolve together and grow together, um, <laughs> or not, or not. Yeah, or not. <laughs> but then typically things aren't as great as they could be. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're right. It's it's a process of like being able to have that support system on some level, but then also being able to, to grow and um, to change or not, but having that opportunity at least. And with this person, this new person, mm-hmm. you know, can, mm-hmm. can you show up for this person and still not be sure? Yeah. And in our conversation, what I'm thinking now is that it, I, I should probably have this conversation directly with her. And just like put it and just put it out there so that there's no, so that I'm at least showing up in the sense of being transparent and, and not hiding anything because of the potential for us to, to continue to develop something deeper or wanting to develop something deeper. I'm smiling so big over here <laughs> because you're talking about transparency. Yeah. And and I just recorded uh, and edited an episode this morning about male vulnerability. Okay. And so what what you're talking about is showing up in a vulnerable state, saying, "Hey, this is this is where I'm at. It's kind of confusing, actually. I've got this ex. Mm-hmm. You know, I there was a lot of things about that relationship I really loved and I really valued and admired, and and now I'm starting something new with you, and it's kind of scary, and I'm really enjoying our connection. And it's so different than this other one, and." this is the stuff that's coming up for me. I don't really have an answer. It's kind of messy. And I also recognize the relationships are kind of messy. And this is where I'm at. And if you're okay with that, and you want to continue to explore where I'm at with me and together and explore where you're at and see where this goes, well, I'm I'm committed to, to keeping you in the loop about what's going on with me if that's something that you're interested in doing as much as I can. Mm-hmm. because I don't know what I don't know. Mm-hmm. And this is the healing that I've done in that relationship since then. And this is where I'm at. And it's uncomfortable because I want to know. <laughs> I want to know and I want I want cl- a clear action plan. And I'm starting to realize that you don't really get those when it comes to relationships. Yeah. The idea of that feels really good. And there's obviously a fear also attached to that of like her saying, nah, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> Great. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Cause yeah, you're right. Because you want to be with someone 
that says like, oh, okay, yeah, wow, that's more vulnerability than I've ever experienced from a man. Uh-huh. Uh, first of all, that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And second of all, cool. Like how courageous of you to do that. And I'm willing to, to at least give this one more day. Yeah. Right. Because all we have is today anyways. So, sure. so today I'm willing to, to explore this with you and gosh, is it uncomfortable, but wow, is this refreshing? Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's the partner that I want to be with someone that can hear that and receive it and be willing, be open to, uh, to seeing how things pr- progress, even if it's just day by day or as it should be day by day. And when you open up that way, you give them all of the information that that's available to you, mm-hmm. right? So they can make an informed choice about whether they want to continue with you or not. Yeah. So it's actually the kindest thing you can do to them yeah. by honoring them and saying, hey, you know what? I value you as a person and I think you should know this stuff about me. Yeah. And you could also say, hey, I'm actually pretty scared of sharing this with you because my fear is that you're going to think it's too much or that you're not going to want to you're not going to want to deal with this and I totally understand and and guess what I'm going to say it anyways yeah that feels like it would be a huge step for me as well on a personal level to be able to uh, demonstrate that level of vulnerability and and deliver that message in a compassionate way so and I want to see you in a relationship with someone who can who can take that. Totally. Yeah. That's what I want as well. Right. And if it's not them, it'll be somebody else. I mean, like I said, at least as good or better. Mm-hmm. Yep. That resonates with me for sure. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it feels good to, to have a, a better idea, I think, of how I can proceed in this one and, and you know, at least put all my cards on the table and let her, let her respond and, and then take things from there. I think I just, I want to, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what to do about this, the the past partner, because there is some, some level of uh, communication still there. Mm. And I'm fearful of that coming up as well after sharing something like this. And helping having someone else understand that yes, there's communication, but there's not feelings. There's not like romantic or yeah. Romantic feelings I think is challenging. Cause I, I know for myself, you know, looking at myself, that would be challenging for me to accept and to believe. So that's another layer there. How often do you communicate? Once or twice every few days. So, um, and then if we do talk maybe a couple times that day, it's, it's more around like professional stuff, things that we were working on together or had talked about before, but there's not a lot of like time spent. There's no time spent together. It's more just through phone calls or text messages or Instagram messages, things like that. And is that nurturing to you? You don't know. Actually, when when we were when we were really like transitioning out of relationship, it was challenging to have any communication. Now it's more of um, because of 
on a professional level, like the things that she does and, and the way that her mind works. There's a lot of things that I really appreciated about her that I don't want to lose just because we're not in romantic relationship. But I also am, am fully conscious of how that could make it a new partner feel and, and uh, what impact that could have on, on our trust and our honesty. And my only hope is that in being as transparent as possible, I can, I can alleviate that stuff, but I, you never know. Well, the question I asked was, does that, is that nurturing to you? And you said no, and then you answered a different question. Oh, I'm sorry. Nurturing to me in the sense of like, does it feel good to stay in touch with her? Yeah. Is it healthy? And you don't have to apologize. It was just an observation that I made. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling that, calling me on that. I, uh, you know, I would say probably not because it's, it's leading to, I think it's keeping those thoughts in my head. And it's keeping her in my head when there's really no need for that. If I'm truly committed to moving on and which, you know, is what I want and, and, um, kind of what, what I talk to myself about. So I would say, no, it's not healthy. And it's something where I could choose to, to, uh, stop that. Yeah. Take a break from it. Mm -hmm. It's not going to hurt anything. You can always go back if, if you're, yeah, you know, you start to realize that, oh, actually, that was that was that was nurturing to me professionally and in in some way it was it was fun. Yeah, but that sounds like another little edge for you is to is to maybe establish some no contact with this person um, to just sort of let all those emotions settle completely. Yeah, I think that that's that is a good course of action that I should really do. Yeah, I mean, give it a shot. You can always go back. It's not, none of this stuff is permanent. Yeah, no, I know. You're right. And you could tell the new person, yeah, we were still in contact and I thought it was what I wanted and I realized that it probably wasn't the best thing. And so, you know, I asked her for a period of no contact for like three to six months or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, relationships are tricky and also people know that sometimes we're still you know, in connection with our ex and it doesn't mean that we don't want to be with the new person and everything's a transition. Um, yeah. What, what's your takeaway from this conversation? Well, my takeaway I would say is that feeling the way that I feel is, is okay. And it's, it's a part of the process of coming out of something that was so deep. And so I'm, I'm actually happy to have that clarity and to have, you know, have you articulate that for me, because that's something that I've been questioning is, is it because I still want to be with this person so much, or am I really just, you know, going through this process of like shifting my life, shifting the way that I w- we were doing things and, and now finding those new things to fill those gaps where she and I had, had done things together. And, you know, I have those feelings still attached to them. Um, so there's, that's one feeling like I'm okay to be in this process still. And then two would be having that, that transparent conversation and feeling okay about it, even though things are not super serious right now with my new partner, being able to go to her and say, Hey, this is where I'm at. This is what's going on in my life. And, you know, I want to be, I want to clear that. And, uh, I'm open to your, to your thoughts and feelings and, um, 
I just want you to know that I, I want to be, I want to be in this relationship and that I want to be fully present and, and transparent with you. So those are my two biggest, I would say. I can imagine a lot of people would really like to hear that from the person they're dating. Yeah. Yeah. I, I even if she's not the one, uh, or, you know, depending on how she receives this, I know that for me, it'll be an incredible exercise and, um, something that will either bring us closer together or it will inform that maybe she's not the right partner for me at this time, but, um, I'm looking forward to having that conversation. Yeah. Trust, trust her, mm-hmm. trust yourself, trust the process, um, mm-hmm. and trust the universe that it's going to play out the way it's going to play out and that we do have to explore our edge a little bit. We do, if we want to keep growing. Yeah. And yeah. that we'll never be fully healed. And to wait for that to happen is is detrimental to our growth process. Yeah, that's that's big for me for sure. I've never been this broken before. Oh, good. About this broken, yeah. Great. I love that. I love hearing that. Yeah. People. Yeah. I think being broken, you get broken open. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And then you get to heal and grow and stretch, and then your capacity for love increases. Yes. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm looking forward to an update. And good luck, man. I really, uh, I think you got this, and we're just all doing the best we can, and we can just show up one day at a time. Yes. Uh, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to uh, to speak with me. This has been really, really great. You're welcome. I think, I think you're going to help a lot of people. This conversation is going to help a lot of people. Great. Good. I'm glad that you did that. Hey, lovebirds. Thanks again for spending this time with me and my mystery free love advice guest this week. That episode was pretty close to what a coaching session with me looks like. Not quite, but pretty close. Coaching with me is usually 50 minutes and can be as little or as long as a commitment as necessary to unearth what it is that you want to work on and what you most want out of life. M. Scott Peck says that it's impossible to solve a problem without dedicating time, energy, and resources to that problem. And if you have an area of your life that you want to better, or if there's something that you need to move through and what you're doing isn't working and you want support, I'm available. This is what I do on a near daily basis. I work with people and I help them develop the kind of love life that they can be proud of and they can relax into. People that work with me value this work and they know that they can't do it alone. And if you need support, go to thelovedrive.com forward slash coaching to find out if working with me is right for you. I'd be honored to support you in your journey. Have a beautiful week.